Do you work on a remote team all over the country? Do you have friends and family just too far away to visit? Are you struggling to connect communities that are never in the same place? Introducing TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. The classic pub trivia experience with all of your friends and colleagues, but from the comfort of your own home or office. Designed for 6 to 60 players with question types built to encourage teamwork and collaboration. One of our live MCs runs the entire 75-minute experience, so you don't have to do anything except for show up, bring a drink, and get ready for some fun. TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. Book your free demo and get a quote today. This episode of the Craft Beer Mafia is brought to you by the Answer Brew Pub. Located in Richmond, Virginia, specializing in... Big IPAs, pastry stouts, and juice. I love it. Founder and Chief Beer Officer An Bowie has gained international recognition in the years, spending his time working in his family-owned restaurant, Mekong. The Vietnamese eatery located in Richmond, Virginia, an accolade-winning craft beer selection, and an expansive food menu. I think anybody in Richmond, you go, hey, I'm going to Mekong. Your instant response is, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Sweet. <laughs> uh, Mekong flourished into the award-winning spot for beer enthusiasts like us. Because of a wide variety of rare and international beers, and earned first place in craftbeer.com's Great American Beer Bar Contest two years in a row. On to open his doors to the Answer Brew Pub and his very own craft brewery back in 2015. Uh, he fit 56 taps, two bars. The answer has become another means in On's continuous vision to expand the Richmond beer community. You've been there before, haven't you? Uh, once or twice. You've been known once to frequent twice. the place from time to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I might stop in. Every now and again. What is your relationship with The Answer? As they are so kind to, to donate some stuff for us today. The Answer is pretty much my second home. I'm uh, a beer ambassador, if you may. Um, and w w what is a beer ambassador? Well, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, well, beer ambassadors, they basically represent the brand everywhere they go. And I am one of those people. So we are the Craft Beer Mafia, and we want you to join the Craft Beer Mafia. You can join us online on Instagram at Craft Beer Mafia RVA. Follow our posts. Uh, share some of our posts. We're trying to gain a following. And uh, Craft Beer Mafia, is it a ripoff of Buffalo Bill's Bill's Mafia? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's not, because it absolutely is. Um, now, we're not going to be jumping through tables at 9 a.m. on a Sunday at a tailgate but what i really like about bill's mafia is their charitable donations and uh sam have you heard this one so the bills hadn't been to the playoffs in a long time and a couple years ago in the last week of the year uh the Bengals were playing the bills no i don't even think they were playing the Bills. they were playing the ravens andy dalton the quarterback of the Bengals at the time through this last second huge touchdown pass I remember watching mm. it and the Bengals won their team was trash they wow. beat the Ravens, knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs, and put the Bills in the playoffs. Ooh. And and cool, right? So everybody in Buffalo is super happy. They haven't been to the playoffs in a long time. Right. So they start donating money to Andy Dalton, the quarterback of the Bengals charity. Oh, that's so cool. $415,000 for his charity. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's, that's a nice awesome. thing. You guys made it to the playoffs. Good for you. My Chicago Bears <laughs> make it and lose also. So I understand the frustration. And then uh, a couple years later, Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, his grandmother passed away. Um, and I think she passed away on like a Saturday. And he um, went out to play on a Sunday. 
And then Bill's Mafia stepped up and started donating $17 because that's his number. They started donating $17 to the local children's hospital that his grandmother supported. They ended up recently after that game, the hospital tweeted that they had raised $34,650 by the Monday afternoon after the Sunday game. Wow. By later that month, they were up to $200,000. And by Christmas, it was a million dollars that Bill's Mafia. Awesome had donated to the O'Shea Children's Hospital. And I was like, dang, these people, like, they jump through tables, they light themselves on fire. Like, <laughs> it's funny to me, because it's like, man, I, I have friends like that. No, I, I definitely know somebody in probably, like, in my younger days, I probably would have jumped through a table just for fun. Absolutely. So then later this year, Lamar Jackson uh, was playing the Buffalo Bills. He suffered a concussion in the third quarter, wasn't able to come back into the game. And that night, Bill's Mafia donated $360,000 to the charity in his name. What? What? And it's like, dude, you guys are good people. And I totally respect that. Now, obviously, from perception and what you see on the internet, they look like a bunch of buffoons. But, like, (laughs) deep down, there's a big heart out there in Buffalo. And they do the right thing. You know, they give back to the community. When something goes bad or something goes good... They want to celebrate it and they give their money back. And I was like, you know what? That's craft beer mafia. That's awesome. Maybe we'll we'll be jumping through tables, but let's, let's create a craft beer mafia that also enjoys good times and celebrates and then gives back in times of need. That's right. So that was my goal. That, that was my vision behind the name of craft beer mafia. And we are here on craft beer mafia with CM and Mark for our very first episode. And uh, today, we're going to dig into a little bit of the Hazy IPAs, also known as the New England IPA and the Vermont IPA, as, uh, as you can find out on Wikipedia. But let's peel back Wikipedia into the brain of CM, and let's learn a little bit more, because you've, uh, you, we've known each other for a while, and I thought I knew a lot about beer stuff, and then I just, <laughs> what do I say to you? Next level. Always, you're next right? level, dude. Like, I, I thought know. I knew I thought I knew this stuff, but you're next <laughs> level. So, like, I want to get into that brain. I really enjoy spending time with you. I enjoy having a beer with you. And I think in time, we can educate people on beer, have a good time, and give back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be a part of the Mafia. Awesome. So, you're listening to the Craft Beer Mafia podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Answer Brew Pub. They've been very kind as to donate some glassware for us to drink out of tonight and maybe a beer or two to drink. I love the Answer. Answer's home. Oh, my gosh. Um, Enough of me talking for a while. Uh, CM, I want to hear a little bit from you. So what we want to do is go through a quick history of the IPA. What is an IPA? Where where'd it come from? How did it get its name? And why is it now hazy? All right, well, if you don't know, IPA stands for India Pale Ale. And how it's got its name was because it actually started in Britain. Uh, the English took their beer and they had to go around Africa up to India to deliver that beer. And uh, while it's super hot in India, they need a refreshing type of style of beer. So that's why, you know, they would take their pale ales there. However, in order to go ahead and in order to preserve and stop bacterial growth. They went ahead and bombarded their beer with tons of hops, 
tons of hops, okay? So you just put just copious amounts of hops in their beer and take it all around Africa. Go ahead and deliver it to India um, in order to go ahead and preserve that, that, that flavor. Now, I don't know what it tasted like back then, okay? I don't know the integrity of the beer back then, if it was even drinkable, okay? All I know is that in the end result, it ended up being a highly bitter ale. You, you're going to pretty much pick up on, hey, this tastes a little bitter. Um, you, you, th- those are the notes that you want to get. So the IPAs lasted pretty well, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's funny because it lasted, like, time, like the style, just like it would preserve beer in general by adding all the hops <laughs> <laughs> it sustained its own growth by its uh by its ability to stop ha- bacterial yeah. growth <laughs> all right so we have american ipas that are nothing like the original ipa that traveled across the sea to make it to india but what what's with the renaissance what, what was the growth what what triggered the ipa to grow into what it is now that's a really good question. And so um, when the IPA, when that style came to America, the West Coast was the first ones to go ahead and dial that style in. Okay. They produced some of the best hops, the most sought-after hops. Talking Yakima, Willamette, Cascade. Yeah. All those guys. They, they produced some of the, the finest hops. And so when they're creating their West Coast IPA style, you're going to get those bitter notes, resiny, piney. I mean, have you heard of Pliny the Elder? Oh, okay, right. yeah. Right. Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Younger. And the Younger, yep, exactly. Now those, those are, oh my gosh, those are world-class beers. Yeah. Uh, and for that time when it came out, oh man, oh my gosh, winning all sorts of awards. Highly sought after, even until this day. And What's funny is because an answer to that West Coast IPA popped up, I want to say sometime in 2010. Then we have the East coming out with their IPA, their style, the New England style. Well, that's hey. that hazy boy right there. And that's, that's the form of the hazy IPA. Exactly. The hazy IPA. It is the East Coast response to the, the, the bitter... And that's not a bad word, is it? Is a bitter no. IPA is not a bad word. So that's the thing. Bitter is just a that's just a profile. People enjoy bitter, but that's what the West Coast IPA was going for. Right. That's what you're going for. They're they're going for the bitter, high alcohol, high alcohol content. And and when I say high alcohol, I'm talking just like six or seven at that point. Oh, okay. We're talking like normal beer, being around four or five. Mm-hmm. You got some six and sevens. <laughs> the New <laughs> England style IPA was basically an opposite, a direct opposite. You were we're talking hazy, juicy, citrusy, fruity, if you will. And that brings us to our theme of the day, our hazy IPA. So a brief description of what a hazy IPA is. It it looks like orange juice. It's hazy. You you can't see through it. Uh, well, at least the good ones you can't see through. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, you're going to get juicy, fresh, citrusy, uh, at times pungent notes to uh, the, this incredible beer. It's one of my favorite styles of beer. And um, yeah, 
just like I said, with, with the hops, you're going to get huge hop aroma, hop taste. It's just an all-around refreshing stuff. But not a bitter taste. You're going to get, you say refreshing taste, because I don't, I don't, no, but you say it's, if you say mouthfeel, I'm going to just, just throw my Oh, microphone. you don't like that word? I, I just think mouthfeel is pretentious. Oh, gosh. Isn't it just taste? Like. I feel like mouthfeel is more like body. See, then you can get me you over know? that. You can get me over that. I don't have I'm to be a try. tool. You know what time it is? <laughs> um, CM, do you, do you know what time it is in the show? Oh, my gosh. Is it that time? It is absolutely the time you think it is. It is time for our first segment of the day. about Because you can't have a craft beer show without drinking a craft beer. That would just be irresponsible. No, it would be dangerous. It would be dangerous would be to put this out there and, um, and, and not have a beer. So we like to call this one. Pinky's out, baby. Pinky's out, baby. Here we go. So today, thankfully, we have our good friends from the Answer Brew Pub who have dedicated us. She good. She good. She good. It's an IPA. Them, What'd you say? Oh, I was going to tell. Them. I was going to tell them a little bit about it. Oh no, no, please, 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 please. <laughs> you know, it's killing me. I'm salivating over here in anticipation <laughs> of cracking this bad boy open. Oh man, bad boy. What's the opposite? This bad lady. This bad lady. Ooh, Popping the top. Bad lady. Well, she good, though. She good. <laughs> but she good. I'm on, like, should I be audibly laughing? Or do I try to hold it in? Um, it's probably better. Yeah, because nobody needs to see my face. But, like, yeah. So she good. She it's good. IPA. It's a hazy IPA, actually. But it's okay. an IPA with citra and mosaic hops. Clocking in at six. Point nine percent ABV, triple dry hopped. Okay, I wanna, I wanna everybody. We're gonna have a silent moment as you crack yours open. Let's listen to the the sweet sound of your microphone. Here he goes. Sounded good. Sounded good. Ooh, ooh. All right, here we go. Five jumping out the can. Oh, nice. I'm ready for you. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh man! That sound good. That sound amazing. If you had, if you could visualize as as the top pops it open, three small bubbles of beer fly towards my cup, begging it to be poured in there. All right, it's time. Oh, what is the first thing we do? What was? Please tell me. All right. So first steps. The first thing that we do, which in this case, it's impossible to miss. Hops are literally jumping out right now. We're going to get that aroma. What do you get off the nose, Mark? What do you get? Uh, Citrus? I smell like a fruit. Fruit? Yep. Can I be a Neanderthal and be like, fruity? Fruit. (laughs) I smell fruit. (laughs) I smell fruit, yeah. I smell, I want to say citrus. Am I wrong? Or is is that the hops or is there a legit fruit in there? That's legit. That's a great, great question okay so i have to i'm gonna have to tell you a little story so i can't stand well actually so i used to be a guy who could not stand ipas all right but i wanted to go ahead and diversify my palate grow my palate i needed to figure out why people enjoyed ipas i made sure to spend an entire year trying ipas and i finally finally i found a style of IPA that I enjoyed and I was able to drink. That actually was a hazy IPA. Huh. 
And the reason why I did enjoy that was because of the fruit flavor that I got off that citrus note that I got. That was something that I never experienced before. And I was like, holy smokes, this tastes delicious. <laughs> and so when, and I wasn't really, I was still learning the style. So obviously I'm thinking, oh, they, they had to put fruit in here. Nope. This is something that you you get that flavor from the hops themselves. Each hop gives you something special. So when I when you say citrus citrus or fruit, yeah, that you're getting off of this one, that one's coming from citra itself, right? There. Okay, you're gonna get that from citra, um, and it plays really nicely with mosaic. Now, how long has the answer brewed? She good. She good. Shiga's a throwback. That's a throwback. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly when it first came out, but that was uh, a few years back. Um, now, so, all right, we've cracked her open. Uh, she good. Smells good. <laughs> Smells amazing. Is there a proper way to pour? All right, so there's definitely different ways to pour this beer. Um, and you know what? You know what? Um, there isn't really, I'm, I'm going to come out and say it, it might be controversial. There's not a real wrong way to pour beer. You could pour it on the ground. That would be bad. You could pour it on the ground. I would highly suggest that you don't do that unless it's for the homies. All right. So we there's no bad way to pour this in the glass. And speaking of glasses, tonight we're I I have uh, a very special glass that was given to me. And if you want to see this, we're yeah. gonna post this on their Instagram page so you can uh, take a look at the glass we have. Yes. This is not like any actual glass I've ever had in my house. I've had pint glasses, I've had tulip glasses, I've had highball glasses, but this is like... That's a party cup. That's like a solo cup right there, right? Get the party started. This is super <laughs> cool. I brought it home and I put it on the uh, the island in the kitchen and my wife saw it. And I was like, you see, you see that glass? She's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> right. And well, when it's she adorable. didn't instantly say, um, <laughs> what, what is that? Right. Um, I, I knew it got the seal of approval in the house. That's a great sign right there. This is cute. All right. So we have two logos on here. We have a, we have. All right. So you explain this one to me. <laughs> uh, this is basically, so it's a take on a fun game that, uh, people have been playing. Uh, the, the name escapes me right now. What was the name of this? Uh, I'm going to pour my beer. While you look at that one, I'm going to pour it at a 45 degree angle. I'm going to wait till it just about gets to the top. Then I'm going to straighten that bad boy out. I'm going to let it go. And the head is about a half an inch on top. I'm so excited to drink this. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right. So tell me a little bit about, mm -hmm. um, tell me about this logo. We're all looking at on our Instagram That's page. Right. You follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer. Craft Beer Mafia. At Craft, Be <laughs> Craft Beer Mafia RVA on Instagram until we find the person with Craft Beer Mafia and convince them to give us that one. <laughs> uh, but go ahead. Like, so what is this logo we have on here? This one's All awesome. Right, so uh, you're going to see like this little yellow astronaut guy with the, with the answer on his, um, on his visor. And if you flip it over, you're going to see a, um, it looks like a hop with a bone sticking out of it. And it's supposed to be a take on that game Among Us. <laughs> there is a game that everyone is playing called Among Us. And yeah, it's like, you could probably ask your kids, they're probably playing it right now. 
<laughs> but basically, you go around as an astronaut, you're doing like certain little tasks here and there, yada, yada, yada. Um, but one of those uh, astronauts is an imposter. You have to find out who the imposter is and vote him off the ship. If you don't, he'll go around killing people, yada, yada, yada. But when like there's a, a murder on the ship, you end up looking like this little hop that's a bone sticking out, but it's typically a piece of meat. It's that's weird. <laughs> but it's cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Like Alright, so, so uh, uh I think it's time for you to pour out your beverage. Not out. Alright, so uh it's time to sip. Cheers. Pinky's out. Pinky's always out. Pinky's out. Cheers to you. Cheers, my good man. Cheers, cheers to the Craft Beer Mafia podcast. So mine's not ice cold. And I did that on purpose. Um, I took it out of the fridge about an hour and a half ago. Ooh. I've read a little bit about like coffee and, and as I put it into stout, some stouts list on it, they like drink this around 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yep. So is there something special to the temperature in, in the beer as you drink it, especially for a, a hazy IPA? Absolutely. And I think like there's a, a common misconception that you need to drink your beer cold. And that's like a, it's become like a universal truth to a lot of people. Like, drink your beer cold, drink it cold, yada, yada, yada. Um, while I think more people are getting educated towards where, you know, to enjoy stouts at a warmer temperature, people still think you need to do the same with IPAs when that necessarily isn't always the case. Uh, depending on the style of IPA, whether it be a style of beer, whether it be an IPA, a double IPA, a triple IPA. Um, and the amount of hops that's placed into the beer, you could get different notes to arise at different temperature levels. Um, so having your beer sit out for that hour, I think that's actually a really good experiment. Those hops. <laughs> All right, so I've got the beer. It's I, I, I could go downstairs and get a temperature gauge, but I'm not going to. <laughs> But the first taste is delicious. So the thing about the hazy IPA that gets me, and I think we mentioned it earlier when I said citrus, you're telling me there's no fruit in here at all. Exactly. There's no fruit. All that flavor is coming from this flower that they went ahead and tossed in this beer during fermentation. It's incredible how much that can transform the beer's flavor profile, aroma. It's incredible. What kind of notes? What kind of notes are you get off this one, Mark? All right, tell me a little bit about notes because I don't understand any of these right, things. So when I ask about notes, I'm I'm asking about like what what flavors jump out? What what jumps out when you're tasting this? All right, here yep. we go. We have an amateur attempting to taste notes. <laughs> I will put it to my mouth <laughs> at this time and see what notes and mouth feel. I get. I say it sarcastically because I'm like, really? Notes. But then again, I want to learn because there is probably something cool in here. Stop talking. <laughs> More drinky, less talking. Yeah, no, I taste the citrus and almost like an ass acidity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something. There's like a tingle on the sung. Uh, <laughs> tingle on the sung. There's like a tingle, a tingle on the tongue, similar to a bourbon that you get on the sides of your tongue and like a rye on the back. But this comes a little bit in the front. So, 
when I ask about notes, I'm talking about <clears throat> everything. I'm talking about the aroma and I'm talking about the flavor. You know why I ask about because you, you taste with your nose as well. That's the word on the street. That's the word, right? <laughs> I've heard yeah. that one. I've heard that one before. News. Little tidbit about the answer. The logo is on Louis placing his nose inside a snifter. That is a good logo, man. Logo's dope. That is that is a that is a pretty good logo. I've always I've liked that one because if you're gonna make yourself a brewery and you're gonna be, I see him as more of like a character. Yep. Then I see him, and not like is like um, an over the top type of person that you meet, and you're like, oh my god, that person's insane. <laughs> They're a character, but no, I see him as like bigger than like bigger Watching than life, life, bigger than almost like a like a mini celebrity. When I see him, I'm like, oh right. dude, I've seen him everywhere. Right. I've seen him on the side of the glass. Yeah, I would think so. He may have many leather bound books. <laughs> It smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> oh gosh, that's awesome. That is my life goal. Smell of rich. How can I get someone who's who has their mind wrapped around the fact that the IPA is a super bitter West Coast? Like, yeah. ugh. I picture I watch the reaction of the individual that drinks this, and they instantly like tasted a lemon and smelled a fart at the same time. And you they, they kick back and they're like, oh, like <laughs> How can you get them into this hazy IPA, which is really more just like um, it's more of a refreshing beer that I would love to have right. on the beach? Yeah, and um, that, that's that's a great question because you, you gotta have you gotta find someone that's sort of adventurous. Um, they they may already have some kind of bias towards you know IPAs, like just like I am. Yep. Um, like I did back in the day. Um, I tried those West Coast IPAs. I'm still not a fan. Um, and they were way too bitter for me. And so that's why yeah. I, I was adventurous. I wanted to know why do people enjoy IPAs? Why do they like them? I, I see people ordering. Basically, what I learned was that everyone has a specific palate, all right? And they all have flavors that they enjoy. My favorite thing about beer is that it's objective and that people have their own tastes. And so I always would like anyone that's very, very curious if if they're like, you know, they're curious about a style and I don't typically enjoy this. Well, I want to go ahead and dig in because I she used to do a little bit of bartending and the beer tending myself and I would do suggestions. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, what kind of flavors do you like? What, what Where do you gravitate to? And so I would take those ideas and I would present them an IPA that is close or similar to their preferred flavor profile. You know, that's how I would try mm -hmm. to get someone who doesn't like ipas or has a bias towards you know what they know of ipas one thing about having the answer and and slash mekong being the supporters of our first show is the fact that like i truly learned all about good beer sitting there at the bar at mekong where i would go in and and the bartender there would be like uh what do you mm -hmm. like <laughs> And I would be like, well, I, I had, I had one that was sweet once and I liked it. And he'd be like, all right, I yep. got you. I'll be right back. And then he comes back with like this sour that would just blow my mind. And then he would come back with some kind of like stout. I do. There was a blueberry stout there mm. once that I was just like, no, mm, no, not but my favorite combination. But like, there were so many good beers out there. 
Um, and I had no idea. And, and what it was fun was having them pour me a beer and then I would taste it and I'd be like, all right, this is what I think this right. is. Um, and just completely like opening my mind to what was out right. there. Yep. I completely agree. Um, that's one of my favorite things about visiting breweries and, and bars. Um, I want to go ahead and be educated when I'm out on the style. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily, I don't like looking at the menu. I want to go up and I want to be like, Hey, this is what I like. Yes. What do you suggest? That that's yes. that's how I would like to be served. Yes, you know the yeah. beer. You work exactly. there. You're from this right. region. You guys are the ones that are running. You know, right. you, yeah. You tell me, and that's what. So one thing about you and I is we travel a lot yep. for work back in back the day. In so we would go out and spend weeks at a time in a random mm -hmm. city, and and you could go out and truly, yeah, uh, learn and grow. It's where I went to Hair of the Dog yep. up in Portland. Um, Russian River oh, up in Santa cool. Rosa, a stone in Escondido. Beautiful. Like, oh my gosh! Like, and just just to appreciate what was right. there. Now, years later, I'm like, oh my gosh! I wish I could go back and do <laughs> what we did before. But like, to go there and just be like, all right, here, here's what I like. I like, uh, like a fat tire. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things ever was in like fat tire across the Mississippi River. As a Chicagoan from Chicago, Chicago land, um, when Fat Tire crossed the Mississippi in like 2004, 2005, that was huge. All right, so we're, we're drinking an IPA. She good. And I got to admit, this is good. It, it's, it's really good. I'm, I'm getting a ton of citrus. I'm getting some stone fruit action, yeah. which I bet is because of the... Now, okay, is that stone fruit? Now, we say this is a classic... Hazy IPA with Citra. And Mosaic. And Mosaic. So uh, is Citra or Mosaic, are they the ones doing? You're right. Exactly. They both offer two things, right? So what is this? Um... Citra and Mosaic. You'll see them pop up together a lot. Um, they play very well together. Citra is going to give you a lot of good citrus notes. Um, Mosaic is very complex. What, <clears throat> what I get from Mosaic is a sort of sweetness. Sometimes blueberry, sometimes stone fruit. It's very complex, um, which is really cool. Yeah. Depending on how the brewery uses it. And so what I get from this beer, since I also allowed it to warm up, I get heavy citrus. I get some sweetness, um, a little bit of stone fruit action going on, um, and a little bit of dankness, actually. And I know this style wasn't necessarily... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't easily accepted when it first came out. People didn't want to see haze in beers. They didn't want to right. end up seeing yeast floating around, you know, those little floaties that you'll get. Yeah. Um, they didn't want to see that. Um, so it's funny because alchemists would have, like, on their heady, heady topper, drink from the can. Drink from the can. Therefore, don't be pretentious. Yeah, drink from the drink can. From the can. Um, That's right. So you don't have to see all that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? You got all the flavor, the juice, and this, yada, yada, yada. Drink from the can. You know, people didn't want to see all that. Nowadays, we want to see that haze. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So so they said drink from the can because people would be turned off right. once it was poured right. out. And I believe that has to do with, um, you know, w with it being so highly hopped. And then the chances of the yeast particles and the floaties floating around. So if if you think about, like, what what's the difference... 
if if you put a uh, a blue moon mm-hmm. next to a hazy IPA, right? And of course, I'm going to throw these questions at that's you. A good question. I'm throwing you no, a curveball. Yeah, so if you if if you take a blue yeah. moon, right? That's it's it's cloudy right. in a way, and if you as long as you take that orange out, because that's what actually gave it flavor, <laughs> and then you take the hazy IPA. Is there something different about how? Is there something different about the cloudiness, or is the process the you same? You know what? Um, I, I think it it kind of leads to where I was saying before. Like the process definitely isn't the same because with IPAs you're, you're tossing a ton more hops in it. Uh, the uh, Blue Moon's Belgian style, and you're gonna have a ton of wheat in there. It's a wheat beer, so that wheat okay. is adding to that haze. That that wheat is producing that haze in that Blue Moon. At this point, and my beer's gone. By the way, I didn't know I had more beer. That's cool. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I, I must have poured a twelve. I like pouring small amounts of beer. Hmm. I'm big on half pours. I love half pours. My favorite type of pour. I love flights. Flights are great. I love flights of trying a whole bunch of different types of beers. Yeah. I think one thing I really wanted to do, as we focus on starting. Starting a podcast. Show. Starting a show. show. I think one thing I want to do is we're starting a show and we call it the Craft Beer Mafia. And you, you heard my story earlier about like wanting to give back to the community. One thing I wanted to talk about, the one thing I wanted to focus on is we try to give back to the community and do the right thing and just be good people would be to celebrate a brewery that is owned and run by a Vietnamese American. And, and stop. And I think the big thing lately is stop Asian hate, man. As COVID's come around, there's ignorance in the world, and there's people out there that have um. No, yeah, no. I I think I know where you're going. Yeah, um, it's very important take, um right now. Um, so I'm hearing more and more about uh the atrocities that are happening to our Asian brothers and friends, and it's very saddening. And I I've heard about these happening before. However, I know at the beginning of COVID, these crimes against them have just increased dramatically. Yeah. And it's really saddening to see um, because it's based off ignorance and hate. And it's just not, it's just not acceptable. I feel a certain way about it because of our close connection with the answer um, being such a great human being. And he's, you know, he's a Vietnamese American, just like you said, um, he actually had a hard up, up upbringing, you know. His his life story is amazing. Yeah, really? it's it's amazing. Uh, it, it, traveling from Vietnam to America during this crazy time, his his dad was like a POW. <laughs> it was it was nuts, <laughs> and he was able to make it here with 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 a family that took them in, and you know, just just lived the American dream. But it's it's and there's tons of people that have like that. That same kind of story. I'd be a good person. Yeah, it's, just, uh, it, it's a great. Yeah, what what they went through, and now to come here <clears throat> and having to to deal with nonsense, just just hate f- for the sake of hating. You, you know, it's it's un-American, not approved. Yeah, I, we don't stand for it. I've been thinking about this know. a lot. It's something that I, I want to take my time with, but I want to help as much as possible. Um, as mm-hmm. I, you, you may yep. not know, but. People out there listening, uh, I have a brand. I'm CM Bryant, and um, I have 
it's not a model, but it, it's basically a, a business model. Uh, it, it is a purpose, and my purpose is you know to promote diversity, empower communities, um, encourage you know craft beer exploration, and bring some malarkey. But that first important part, you know, that diversity piece, and that has to do a lot with just being accepted and listening to others, um, and trying to help out as much as possible. And what I like to incorporate in every single <clears throat> like merch drop, some kind of donation, some kind of uh, charitable way that I, we can go ahead and and help help the world grow and heal. CM, thank you so much. That's all the time we have for the Craft Beer Mafia today. Please join the Craft Beer Mafia on Instagram at Craft Beer Mafia RVA. Go visit CM's page at imcmbryant.com. Visit our friends at the Answer Brew Pub in Richmond, Virginia, or Mekong right next door. Visit them online at theanswerbrewpub.com. Thank you once again. For CM, I'm Mark. Drink responsibly and be a good person. This episode of the Craft Beer Mafia is brought to you by Waterproof Records with Jacob Givens. Join comedian, TikTok star, and storyteller Jacob Givens as he takes you back in time to those face-melting moments with music. Waterproof records are your unsinkable tunes from past and present. Listen to episodes about Siamese Dream, Doolittle by Pixies, the single soundtrack, and more. Find Waterproof Records anywhere podcasts are found.